Hi, I'm Payne Nelson, and this is the Sports Corner Podcast. Listen to us live on Thursdays from 7.30 to 8 p.m. and on Fridays from 12 to 1 p.m. on WFMP.org or on 88.7 FM in the Mid-Hudson Valley. I'm a junior here at New Pulse, and you know, I'm here to talk about basketball, most of all, but certainly we could talk about football, we could talk about a little foyer into baseball, but I'd love to hear about your guys' interests as well. Alright, well, um, I've been here for a while, so I want you to know my interests, but uh, for those who haven't listened before, I am a, first of all, my name is Payne Nelson, uh, I am a Yankee and Nets fan, and whatever football team is good at the time, I guess. <laughs> Uh, casual football fan. And then hockey, I don't know what position <laughs> Sidney Crosby plays, so uh, that's my life. Um, but Zach, you want to go next? That last comment just hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my name's Zach, uh, senior here at New Paltz. Been here for what, year and a half-ish? Yep. About that, yeah. Um, I love football, hockey. Um, football, ho- yeah, football, hockey. I mean, I, I watch baseball basketball when it's playoff time but it's about it so yeah and i love the pittsburgh teams all right so we're going to talk a lot about those professional sports college stuff whatever but first we got to start in the main city new Paltz. uh so jacob what do you have for our new Paltz athletics update all right well we had a pretty big weekend here in new Paltz. To start it off, we had Mark De Pasquale become the men's soccer at New Paltz all-time shutout leader. On Friday, we had a, f- uh, s- a few games in a row. Hawks uh, women's tennis won 9-0 against Cortland. Women's volleyball suffered a defeated 2-3 against Union College, and then in Game 2 again, 0-3 against Babson. On Saturday, we transitioned 7-2 Hawks for field hockey win against Utica. 9-0 again for the women's tennis team against Oswego. The women's soccer team got a 1-1 tie against Sage College, while the men's soccer team unfortunately suffered an 0-1 defeat against Rowan. The women's volleyball team, again, unfortunately uh, suffered a defeat 0-3 against JWU, and then once again 1-3 against Clark. And then to rally this all back for Sunday's slate of games, men's soccer got a victory 4-0, women's field hockey 1-0 against St. Lawrence, and women's soccer, unfortunately, 0-2 against RPI. But we got some big names this week because Ken Roby won the SUNYAC, uh, SUNYAC Player of the Week for his 3-0 hat trick against uh, Union in their opener, while Only Bachelor, sorry, uh, won the Women's SUNYAC Player of the Week for uh, tennis. I might be remembering this wrong, but wasn't the men's soccer team ranked one? Who was ranked one? Uh, field hockey. Field hockey. Field hockey. And that's field men's hockey. or women's? Women's field hockey. All right. And how are they doing? Uh, They just uh, got a few victories. They went 1-0 against St. Lawrence on Sunday. They got a 7-2 victory against Utica on Saturday. Uh, Yeah, so they're they're doing pretty strong right now. Women's tennis in particular, uh, up 2-0. They got a big uh, tournament Saturday, Sunday. Should be good. Out-of-conference games. Where is that at? Can we see that here? Uh, No, unfortunately, we cannot see that here. That's going to be... I'm blanking on where it actually is right now, so my apologies, everyone, while I try and find that out for you. Um, the tournament is in Poughkeepsie, and there you go. their match tomorrow is in New Jersey. Thank or today, you. if you're listening to the hour-long version um, on Wednesday. So, um, 
What other events are coming up this week? Uh, fortunately, guys, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm lacking a little bit right now with the upcoming right, I, events. I, I, ha I have it on my screen. Oh, so, thank you, Peyton. Thank you uh, for the recovery. Tennis, as mentioned, we'll be playing at 2, two o'clock Wednesday at the College of New Jersey. Uh, that's on the road. Um, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Saturday and 9 a.m. Sunday, they'll be playing in the Vassar Tournament. Opponents are to be determined. That's also in Poughkeepsie, as mentioned before. Men's soccer at 4 p.m. Wednesday, they are, will be playing Merchant Marine. That is on the South Turf Field right here on New Paltz campus. At 1.30 Saturday, they'll be playing Farmdale State also at home. Women's soccer um, at 7 p.m. Saturday will be facing Skinmore on the road. Women's volleyball um, at 5 o'clock Friday and 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Saturday. They have a whole tournament uh, appropriately named the Hawks Invitational. That's against Mount St. Mary, Alfred, and Russell Sage, respectively. And then cross country at 10 a.m. Saturday. Um, they will be in the Vash College run. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his name. Uh, Invitational, that is in Poughkeepsie. Um, and as mentioned, that will be 10, 10 o'clock Saturday. So that is your new Paltz Athletics update with Jacob and a little bit for me. Uh, Thank you for the recovery, Payton. So let's talk a little bit about professional sports, um, all that fun stuff. And I kind of want to start with a recap of the last show from last year. Or the second to last show. Because what I like to do on the last show is I like to have Zach and then Adam, again, he's off to college, uh, make predictions on what will happen during the break. And, of course, a lot of stuff happened. There was an NBA Finals, an NHL Finals, and an entire baseball season. Not sure if you know this. Time just goes by. I, I just realized the whole Twisted Tea thing happened like nine months ago. So <laughs> that's how fast time goes. But anyway... Um, I had asked that show, what would be the NBA Finals matchup? Adam said Nets-Lakers. I didn't make put a take on the air, but I know for a fact I put Nets-Clippers. Zach said Nets-Suns. One for five. Brilliant. Let's go. Listen to us for the best six, uh, and that's proof of that. Um, also, will the playing tournament be a success or bust Adam said success. I um, wow, success, but it won't continue because of the players. And Zach said success. So 2.5 out of 3 there because I completely forgot that uh, if it makes money, who cares? I'd like to add that I also said the Suns would win the national championship. Or oh, not the I, national championship. I have it on my notes. And Jesus. I it's not college. But yeah. The NBA Finals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were halfway there, and then did, they, they <laughs> didn't. Um, so, uh, baseball topic, will Trevor Story and her mom Marquez be Rockies? Adam said yes. I didn't give a take on the air. Zach said yes. They're still Rockies for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, will Aaron Rodgers stay on the Packers? Uh, th that Those news was released mid-recording of the show because in the past we recorded in the afternoon. Now we're live back on the fourth floor of the student union building. It's nice to be here. Uh, but anyway, Adam didn't give a take. I said resolution by next month. There was a resolution. It wasn't by next month. Uh, and Zach said that he will be a Packer no matter what. So congrats, Zach. 
uh, you know more f um, about the business side of this sort of thing than me and Adam. And finally, the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, Adam said the Minnesota Wild and the Washington Capitals. Zach. So sad. A little bit biased. <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins and Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, that wasn't even me being biased. I genuinely, I would have put my entire life that the Maple Leafs were going to win, were going to go to the Cup, and of course, I mean the Pens were looking great, but whatever. Um, and then I didn't give a take because once again, I don't know what position Cindy Crofty plays. Center. So. Thank you. Uh, remind me to put that down in my notes somewhere. So that's most of the things we talked about in that final show. Um, so now let's talk about current events because um, that's somewhat important. So the NBA season is about to start in a month. The NFL season is starting on Thursday. And both of them have very hefty vaccine mandates. Let me just pull up the NHL starting up in a month. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to remind me of <laughs> NHL stuff because there's no way I'm mentioning the NHL without Zach here um but the nhl's uh, nhl nfl's uh vaccine policy is pretty simple you get fully vaccinated or your time in the league is limited and if and if you don't get vaccinated and there's an outbreak that leads to a postponement then that means you you can't that means you're basically causing your team um, a game because it's an automatic forfeit. The NBA, however, it's kind of weird because their vaccine requirements are that it will require players that play in like New York, San Francisco states with vaccine mandates already. Uh, they're required to receive the vaccine unless there's an approved medical or religious exception. Uh, and failure to receive the vaccine means they can't do anything um, in their home stadium. I think that's a little bit weird because I I just don't like that you have to wait until there's a vaccine policy in that specific city for it to happen in the NBA. Like, you're a private company. You can go ahead and say, if you want all of your players to be vaccinated, let them be vaccinated. I don't know. Uh, what, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I genuinely really liked what the NFL um, did. I thought it was fantastic to basically put it back on the players. Um, I was watching a video, and it said, it talked about how in the past with all of the concussions and how the players were treated like 30 years ago and how half of them can't even talk or walk or have um, brain damage that is just absolutely terrible. And the one time that they're, like, wanting to take care of their players, the play some of the players are, like, pushing back against it. And I just, I think it's insane that they just wouldn't get the vaccine and play. Because now if you get COVID and your entire fan base is going to hate you because, A, your pl the players are going to hate you because they're not going to get paid that week because they're not playing. The fan base is going to hate you because you're uh, giving up a win. And, yeah, I mean, it's just... Get vaccinated. Yeah, but you're supposed to do anything for your brothers at arms, right? Like, I mean, I couldn't agree more, honestly, a thousand percent. Especially when it comes to football. I mean, 
uh, at least with basketball, it's a 15-man roster. It's still kind of strange that they're doing it kind of city-by-city basis. If, if you're going to have some of the players do it, what's the problem with having most of the players, if not all the players do it? But football, there's so many men on the roster. It's a full-contact sport. There are so many reasons. There's so many parts in this machine that have to actually interact with each other and not only physically hit each other. It's... I really like what the NFL did with it. I think they took the complete... As you said, they put it back on the players. It was a very logical move. It was a very well-thought-out move. And, and frankly, I would like to see something like that for the NBA. Yeah, um, in the NFL, I believe uh, the Bills, uh, Cole Beasley, obviously, um, very outspoken against the vaccine. And there was another... Same with D-Hop, right? Yeah, yeah. both of them very um, anti-vaccination. Uh, vac- but... Um, there was another Bills player, I forget his name, but he was anti-vaccination. He got caught uh, partying or something, and the NFL sent him a letter basically saying, because of your decision to not get vaccinated, first of all, you're seeing it's fine. Uh, second of all, you're putting your team in danger. And, yeah, so uh, he posted it on Twitter, I think. He was like, uh, this is what the NFL... NFL is doing, this is ridiculous, and then a few days later, he's like, um, he posted a picture of him with a vaccination card, so, um, that's how his life is going, um, but yeah, um, that's the NBA and NFL with the vaccine, uh, Major League Baseball doesn't have a vaccination policy, uh, there's been a couple of outbreaks, uh, a lot of the league's not vaccinated, which... Major League Baseball is probably the most uh, right-leaning wing of the four professional leagues. Uh, That's all the politics we got for the show today. Don't worry about it. Um, So I'm looking at the time. Uh, We have two more minutes. Let's... Let me run the uh, NCAA football scores. There's only like five or six that are important. All right, run, run through it. All right, big third quarter from Ohio State. Over Minnesota, Ohio State. Um, don't know why I didn't write it down. Pretty sure they're like the, I want to say like the three. Um, and Minnesota almost came back. Number 10, UNC loses to unranked Virginia Tech, 17 to 10. Number one, Alabama blows by number 14, Miami, 44 13. The game was so boring to watch. Number two, Oklahoma holds on against Tulane, who almost came back in the fourth quarter. Uh, Oklahoma had a great second quarter. Uh, I'm pretty sure they put up like 23 points. Huge defensive showdown against Georgia, number five, and Clemson, number three. Uh, Clemson was able to hold, or Georgia was able to hold Clemson to a field goal, winning ten to three. Um, it was a great first game to watch, um, the first day of college football. Not the first day, but the first like big day. Um, and then number nineteen, Penn State upset number twelve, Wisconsin, with a big fourth quarter, sixteen to ten. All right, so that was your college football update with Zach Tokash, and we. We're going to take a quick. Uh, yeah, wow, I cannot speak today. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. More sports corner on WFMP 88.7 FM, The Edge. You are listening to the Sports Corner podcast. Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge. All right, welcome back to the Sports Corner. Uh, I am Payne Ellison, joined by. Yeah. What's saying? Joined by uh, Zach Tokashin. 
Jacob Sampson. I, I'm just losing my mind today. Yeah, that that's great. Um, this is the first time I've seen, not the first time, but uh, if people didn't know, I was away from the state for a while. So this is the first time I'm seeing anything of this campus in the last 16 months. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, but the station looks great. Um, and, um, yeah, so what I have on this document is NFL talk. I don't know uh, what to talk about in the NFL, aside from the fact that it starts in two days. In 48 hours from this recording. Um, so, I don't know. What are you guys' uh, thoughts on the upcoming season? I know you both are Steelers fans. I don't really care that much. Can you explain how you're a Steelers fan? So, this is going to sound very strange, very random. It has nothing to do with any lineage from Pittsburgh. It's because there's a game for the PlayStation 2 called NFL Street 2. And I don't know why... But I love playing the Steelers, and ever since then, they've been my team. <laughs> All right, let's go. I love it. Glad to have another one on. Two or three. Um, okay, so uh, let, let's talk about the Steelers for a little bit. Uh, Big Ben, obviously, might, might, heavy might, be in his final NFL year. Um, so what are you expecting from him, and what's the... Uh, What's the plan look like for someone to succeed in? Yeah, I mean, I, as much as I want to say Ben's going to play forever, um, it does look like it's going to be his last year. The, I, I guess depending on how it goes out. Um, but, I, I mean, it's, so it's going to be like a farewell tour for him. So I expect nothing but absolute 500-yard games every game from him. Um, five new starting linemen. With Najee Harris in the backfield, who we drafted, and look is going to be—he looks so promising, and I think he's going to be a great fit in Pittsburgh. The five new starting linemen scare me. Um, we had such a great line the past few years, and it was sad to see a bunch of them uh, leaving and retiring. Um, Ben's farewell tour, like I said, we uh, added Melvin Ingram, Trey Turner, and Joe Schobert, who are all combined for I'm pretty sure nine. Uh, Pro Bowls between them, so I'm hoping that they can show up for the Steelers. T.J. Watt and Derek Watt are going to be huge again for this year, especially Derek Watt at fullback and the importance of his role this year because they're talking about putting him out at tight end, using him a lot, um, and really bringing back the fullback position. And, yeah, I'm excited to see what they got going, and I think it's going to be a great year. Yeah, I mean, I really couldn't agree more, especially you hit on Watt. That's that's the, really the big person I'm looking at this year. Because T.J. Watt a few years ago, nobody was even thinking about mm -hmm. him. J.J. Watt was the name. He was the game. Everyone, yeah, sure, he had two other brothers. But you know what? T.J. Watt, as a Steeler, proved himself last year. He led the league with sacks. He was an absolute defensive force. And I think Derek Watt, who's to say that he can't do the same? Mm -hmm. He showed promise uh, this past season. I think he's just upon the Steelers. He's there's really no room but growth for him. We we are a hard hitting defensive team. Defense is really the name of our game, especially with uh, Big Ben aging up there. Mason Rudolph, not not prime candidate to succeed to succeed Ben, but uh, you know what? We have a solid defense, and I think we're going to be able to at least stop the ball a few times. 
I'm saying Dwayne Haskins over Mason Rudolph. Oh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Literally anyone over Mason Rudolph. Um, <laughs> I think I think a lot of people are like sleeping on the Steelers a little bit. A little bit. I think they're like the Yankees, where every single year they're going to go at least 500, um, and they're 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 going to make a run. Um, I don't want that though. That's their biggest stat that they always show is Tomlin's. It's he's never had a losing season and blah blah blah. That's freaking great. What's he done in the so, postseason? Let's show that record so, every so, year. So you're telling me you would rather go four and was it thirteen than make the playoffs at ten and seven? Um, no, I want to make the playoffs. I also okay. want to win the whole thing. Okay. I want to win the Super Bowl. I, I'm just I'm just making. I don't want to just toy around and put my toe in the water every season and then oh sorry. Let's but, go, Ben. But yeah, I, I, I think they're going to be a team. Um, they'll be in there. Whether they'll go as far as Zach wants them to go, I don't know. Uh, Something that happened today, which was uh, big. Le'Veon Bell got picked up. Yeah, I was about to mention. Oh, that. sorry, Baltimore but, but Ravens. You, you, can go ahead. you can go ahead. Yeah, he got picked up by the Baltimore Ravens today with uh, Mark Ingram and uh, what's the other guy. Ingram, Gus Edwards. Yeah, uh, Gus. No, well, yeah, Gus is playing though. J.K. Who is it? J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill. Yeah, with those two going out. Um, well, what were you? Do you had anything to add on that? Uh, I I was gonna add if those were gonna be impactful moves because of course Le'Veon Bell, former Sealer, then Gas on E rapper, then uh, New York Jets running back, then with the Chiefs for like five seconds, literally five seconds, that's all the time he spent on the field with the Chiefs. Um, is that going to be impactful for the Ravens? I mean, I think, I don't know, there's something, not even like, is he going to be an impact on the game? Because like, him alone on the Ravens playing the Steelers, I think, impacts the game. And just the fact of like, the whole Steelers-Ravens rivalry. And so just adding... Le'Veon Bell, who didn't leave the best taste in Steeler fans' mouth with how everything ended up. Um, yeah, I, I think it will be impactful. I, yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. There's okay, time. Real, real quick, Steelers record this year. Steelers record this year? I'm, Ideally or realistically? <laughs> both. I'm, help, I'm hoping 12-5. and five. Okay. I, I'm not even sure if I'm that optimistic. I might have to say I might have to say ten and seven. I would think eleven and six. Um, meanwhile, in New York, uh, one football team is getting into fights, which is normal, but not when they're publicized, I guess. And the other one is the Jets, so uh, that's save New York football. Oh, and the Bills, if we're counting them as New York, I guess. Uh, Bills are going to be good this year. Yeah. Um, they have a chance um, mm -hmm. at the Super Bowl. Um, so that's all the time we have for the FM portion, the not extended play of the Sports Corner. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, if you're still listening live with us, uh, Tay's Tunes and the Culture Report is up next with Tay. Um, we'll be back with you tomorrow morning uh, for paint. Yep, I keep on doing that. I always do that. Every single time. I always leave on my own name. For Zach Tokash and Jake, Jacob Sanson, I'm Payne Ellison. We are signing off. You are listening to the Sports Corner Podcast. 
Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge. Welcome back to the Sports Corner. Uh, I am Ken Elson, joined by Zach Tokash and Jacob Sampson. Um, this is an extended play of the Sports Corner. You're listening to this either on the podcast or from 1130 to 12 on WFMP.org. So last semester, or excuse me, last year, we did this thing for the NFL season. Um, we made picks for every single game. Every single week. Uh, we're going to do it again. I liked it last year. And, Jacob, I, I hope you're not as good as making picks as Adam was because it was hard to beat. Yeah. Um, yeah, Adam, of course, is off to bigger and better things, as I mentioned all, all show. Um, hope he does well at Hamilton. Um, so first game on the list, Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Thursday night football, uh, Cowboys, uh, right guard, I believe it is Zach Martin is, is his name Zach Martin? I, I'm completely blanking today. Uh, I'm just going to go with Zach Martin. Anyway, he is, um, out for the first, uh, game because of covid uh, yeah, so they will exactly. be without him. Um, other than that, Dak Prescott makes his return after that gruesome injury in week five last year. Uh, and then Tom Brady and about 700 star wide receivers are coming back. Uh, so I'm going to start with Zach. Uh, Cowboys or Buccaneers? Bucks, without a doubt. That was that was the quickest pick of all time. Uh, Jake, Jacob. I mean, I'll give a I'll give a little bit of room, just to make it not as quick. But but yeah, it's gonna be the Bucks. Well, well, guess what? I'm I'm picking the Bucks too. So uh, that is a sweep of Bucks picks. And we move on to Sunday afternoon, where the first game is Jacksonville and Houston. A game that absolutely no one is going to be watching. Well, act, nope, I take that back. Trevor Lawrence is a uh, Jaguar. What am I talking about? <laughs> um, so the Jacksonville has Trevor Lawrence, of course. Um, they bring back DJ Shark. They bring back a decent receive, receiving crew. And then Houston, of course, Sean Watson. He's having... Uh, his own issues, so uh, the Texans will be starting Tyra Taylor. Um, let's make this quick. Uh, I'll start with Jacob. So, I mean, once again, these these are going to be two teams that, as you said yourself, I'm not expecting a great matchup. I mean, it's it's football, so I'll put it on maybe maybe check out the highlights, but. But really, when it comes down to it, it's we're, we're looking at Lawrence, and that's really it. So for that reason and that reason alone, I'll give it to the Jaguars. Um, I know. I want to say, because of Trevor and with it being his first game and everything, I want to give it to the Jaguars. Um, and not that I think the Houston Texans are anything. Not that Jacksonville's anything this year. Um, but I don't know. With Tyrod Taylor... Uh, 
I think he's going to want to prove something. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Jaguars, but I could see I could see the Texans pulling it out. Okay. Um, I, I'm i also going to go with the Jags, but I, I'm on the same wavelength as Zach. I think Tyrod's going to go out there with something to prove. And also, it's um, Lawrence's first game. So I, I wouldn't expect, like, a big performance out of the gate. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going. But, but oh, wow. I just completely contradicted myself. Um, but I, I fully expect that whatever Trevor Lawrence does will be enough to give um, Jacksonville the win. Um, so next up is the, I'm, I was about to say Clippers. What's wrong with me? The Chargers, LA Chargers, and the Washington still not named football team. Um uh, I am going to go with the um, football team this one. They're just, I, I believe they're a better team. That's all I got to say. Uh, Zach. Um, I, you went with Washington? Yes. Um, this is another one where, um, I mean, I think her is great, but Washington's defense, um, all right, you went with Washington. I'm going to go with the Chargers then. Okay. Uh, and Jake. Jacob. Uh, this is – this is – I'm not positive, but you know what? Chargers Chargers have a have a nice young core. They have – they have uh, – oh, God, Blank and Herbert. 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 Uh, uh, uh Oh God, I'm blanking on everyone's name. Mike Williams. I don't know. I'm just this one. I'm really tossed up on, but you know what? I'll, I'm gonna give it to the Chargers. There's, I, I like them a little bit. They have a younger core, but honestly, I, I really don't know about this one. Uh, when in doubt, if you don't know who's on the team, just go with the other one. Yeah. Uh, that that's just the rule of thumb. Um. So, next up is the Seattle Seahawks and Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Seahawks will look to rebound from a quite terrible stretch to end um, the um, 2020 season. Uh, Indianapolis, Carson Wurtz is still hurt again. Uh, So, um, Jacob Eason. Okay, I, I I'm try, I was trying to think. Is Jacoby Brissett still a Colt? First NFL start. Okay, so with that said, I I already made my pick, but I'm going to start with Jacob. Um, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I, I, I feel so there's this. so much contemplation put in this. I feel like I shouldn't I shouldn't be putting too much thought into it. Um, this is an easy one. <laughs> I guess I don't know football as well as I thought. Then, my God, maybe maybe I do have some a little bit to uh, update myself on about football, about the game of football. Um, just give me the Colts. Just give me the Colts. Just okay, okay. Zach. Seahawks, easy. I know Peyton's saying it. On to the next one. Yep, yep. Let's let's move on. I'll, I'll root for an underdog. I'll root for an underdog. <laughs> All right, that's that's fair. That's fair. 
this one is also an easy guess for me. Um, Jacob, you weren't here last year. Uh, this team became a meme because I refused to call them by their actual name. And that is the New York Green football team. And they will be uh, going on the road against Carolina Panthers uh, to face an old buddy. And I, I, Zach, Zach knows where I'm going to go with this. Uh, so I'm going to start with Zach. Um, all right. So I love this. I love this game just because of Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold, everything. Um, I do, I do think the Panthers are going to take this one. I, I don't, not that I ever would root for the Jets, but I would love to see it. Um, I like Zach Wilson. I'm rooting for him, but yeah, I think the Panthers are going to take us home. Okay, Jacob. Uh, I'm also going with Panthers. And honestly, really when it comes down to it, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, I'm a fan. Yep. If we want to keep it simple, I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going with the Panthers too, but it has nothing to do with the Panthers. It has everything to do with the Jets being the Jets. Um, or the Green Football team being the Green Football team. Um, so here's a game that absolutely no one is going to be watching. Like, okay, once again, I lied because one of the teams has Joe Burrow. I keep on, I keep on saying these things, and then I remember, oh yeah, they have a star quarterback. What I'm talking about. Anyway, Vikings and the Bengals. Um, I need some time to think about it. I'm going to start with Jacob. Just, just keep it short. Just give, give me the Bengals. Just give me the Bengals. It, it's not. I'm not excited too much for this game. I, I'm not expecting much. Just give me the Bengals. Um, I love Joey Burrow. I love T. Higgins. I do. Um, I, I just don't. Yeah, I'll go with the Bengals. I'll go with them. I'll go with them. I'm going to root for them anyway, so why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that I forgot to mention is that the Vikings are in trouble for the season for um, vaccination reasons. Um, but that's not why I'm picking the Bengals. I'm picking the Bengals because of what you guys said. Um, I like Joey, Joey, yeah, Joey Burrow. Um and I think that the Bengals are a better team. So I'm going with the Bengals. Um, okay, this is actually a little bit of a tough one because this is actually a good game that I would watch. Uh, this is the Arizona Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans. The Cardinals, um, they're bringing back Kyle Murray. They're bringing back Chase Edmonds. They're bringing back uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who's also notably uh, um, not a believer in science. Um, but then Tennessee Giants, they bring back Ryan Tannehill and the dreadlock king, Derrick Henry. Um, and I'm going to go with the Titans because I, I just don't feel like picking against Derrick Henry um, in week one. So, Jack, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Titans on this one. Um, I mean, I think Kyler Murray and everything, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, I think it's going to be an amazing game. Um, but I do see the Titans pulling it off. 
It's going to be the sweep for this one. Titans. Last season alone, just watching them just take out some of the biggest names just in that playoffs was so satisfying that it turned me on to the Titans. All right. So that's another sweep. Um, so next is the 49ers and Detroit Lions. Uh, the Detroit Lions are going to have their first new starting quarterback for the first time in what feels like forever. Uh, the 49ers, I actually don't know who's starting for the 49ers. Is it Garoppolo or is Trey Lance getting to start right away? Um, Jimmy G. Okay. So uh, those two starting quarterbacks. Uh, so I'm going to – Jeez, ah, my my voice is I'm act, actively losing my voice. But Zach, what you got? Um, this one I got the 49ers. I think the Lions are just absolutely awful. So I mean, both I mean, these teams last year have proved to me that I will probably not watch most of their games this year. Uh, for the sake of you know, let's let's just split the vote. I'll give it. I'll give it to the Lions. <laughs> I hate to say, might it, as well. The Lions. My, might as well. Um, one thing that we're that that you're counting out here is that uh, the Lions will be biting off kneecaps all day long. But 49ers half a kneecap is probably better than the Lions, so I'm gonna go with 49ers. Uh, sorry, friend of the show, Scott Bentley, uh, but. Hours are better. Um, okay, so here is a game where there is some skin for two members of the team, and that is the Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. It's so funny because I so would have been by myself last year with you and Adam, especially in this game. Uh, that, that, that's kind of crazy. Uh, I'm going to start with Jacob. Steelers Nation, baby. No no doubt about it. As much as I probably should <laughs> I doubt it. As much as I probably should doubt it, because you know what? Bill's Mafia, I am, I am very excited for this game, I will say. Just the absolute wrecking force that is the Bill's Mafia. And what I want to believe that the Steelers can be, I'm excited for this game, man. I'm taking Steelers Nation. All right. Um, Zach? Yeah, of course. I'm going with Steelers as well. I think it's going to be another great game. Um, yeah, I just I think I'm hoping with Devin Bush being back and Joe Schober just coming in, I'm hoping they can really, the defense can hold off, and I'm sure Big Ben's going to be out there slinging the ball and going off. So let's go, Juju. Let's go, boys. Keep an eye for the Watt brothers. Uh, so you know what this means, right? I'm going with the Bills. But what, what I will say is, um, like I said on the previous portion of the show, uh, the Steelers are a team that people are sleeping on. And I also think that uh, the Bills are a team that can lose in a game like this. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers came out with the victory, but I'm going to go with the Bills. I think they're just a better team than the Steelers at this point in time. Uh, okay, this this is actually okay, a game, that, is actually a game that, no that no one's gonna watch. 
Eagles Falcons. Let let's let's just get it out of the way. Oh, sorry, uh, Zach. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Eagles. Okay, uh, Jake, take up. Sure, Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Uh, because why not? Um, so I'm gonna skip this next game because this is actually something that that needs a bit more uh, time to talk about. And I'm gonna move on to Denver, the Denver Broncos and the Giants. Um, so Daniel Jones is in his third year as starting quarterback for the New York Giants. Uh, he's fighting for his job. Everyone's fighting for a job in. Um, with the Giants. And then Denver, uh, they traded for uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, that's their starting quarterback. I'm going to start with Zach. What do you got? Um, I'm thinking the Broncos pull this one out. Um, Saquon's going to be 100% everything. And Kenny Galladay can stay healthy, which God knows probably won't be too long. Um, then, yeah, I think the Giants pull this one out. Okay, Jacob. As much as I want to be loyal to the soil, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Denver. Um, I'm not big on Daniel Jones. I'm not, I'm not big on the direction, honestly, that Giants have been going in. And for that reason, I'll give it to Broncos. Okay. Um, I'm... This is literally just straight up guess. I'm going with the Giants. And okay, there's n- no other games. There's five games left that we can do in like 30 seconds. So I'm gonna we're gonna go to a quick break. Uh, we'll make the last five picks. No, last four picks. And then we're gonna talk about a story that's uh, made a bit of headlines in the past week. And I'm pretty sure you know what we're about to talk about. Don't go anywhere. Listen to the Sports Corner Corner Extended Edition on 88.7 The Edge. You are listening to the Sports Corner Podcast. Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge. Welcome back to the Sports Corner Extended Edition. I'm Payne Nelson, joined by Zach Togash and Jacob Sanson. Uh, when we left off, we were making our NFL picks. And we will continue that as I am actively losing my voice. Um, so next game is Cleveland, Kansas City. I think this is going to be one of those games that everyone's going to flock to the TV to. Um... So I'm going to start with Zach. What you got? We're talking Cleveland, Kansas. She said sorry. Yes. Yep. Um, I, another great game. I mean, between this game, the Steelers, and Bills, and what was the other game? Uh, I, I honestly. Titans. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I mean, three unreal games. Um but I am probably going to have to go with the Chiefs on this one. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. I think Cleveland's a for-real team this year. Um, but 
I think the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are just a freaking unit that can't be stopped. But yeah, especially in the regular season. All right, Jacob. Uh, Zach, I, I don't want to keep just following your picks, but I mean, uh, all right. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, but I, I think it will be a close game. I think it will be a good game. I think the Browns have certainly been a franchise that turned around, turned itself around, especially within like the past ten years. And yeah, it'll be a good game. Chiefs. Yeah. Yes. Shout out Cleveland. Um. So, the past two years, three years, really only one team has been able to stop the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That changes on Sunday. I'm going with the Browns. Yep, you heard me. Uh, Go Browns. So, next game, Green Bay, New Orleans, that's, I believe, going to be nationally televised. Um, So... Of course, Aaron Rodgers is back. Drew Brees is not. James Winston is new starting quarterback for the Saints. Uh, James, let's go. Here you go. Uh, Jacob, what do you got? Oh, man. I mean, just what a what is just way to open up first week of the NFL. Just what a story going in. But I'll for that reason, I want to give it to Aaron Rodgers. I do. I want to I want to see. Him go on this last little victory tour, hopefully, and uh, hope. What am I trying to say? What I'm I'm almost talking myself out of it. <laughs> I'm going with the Packers. I'll just go with the Packers. I'm sticking with Packers. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. As much as I want to see Jameis Winston go off and have an unreal season, and I just freaking love Jameis Winston. I love his. Warm-up routine. I love everything. Um, I hope the laser eye surgery helped. But I think the Packers are walking away with this one. And fun fact, this is, this game is at a neutral site in Jacksonville because of Hurricane Ida. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, honestly, that was about to be the reason why I picked the Saints. But uh, they're playing Jacksonville, so there is no home field advantage. You know what? I'm still picking the Saints. Uh, number one for Jameis. Uh, number two for Jameis. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, uh, last afternoon, Sunday afternoon game, Dolphins, New England. Uh, uh, I got nothing else. Cam Newton's gone. Uh, Tua is on, basically on his way out. Of no, wait, yes, two is on his way off. Uh, Miami, I confused Jacksonville, Miami for a second. I don't know why. Anyway, exactly. Why is two gonna be out? I I don't know. I'm I'm reading a whole bunch of stuff that that they're trying to replace Tua, and I'm like, why? But I'm just I'm just a messenger. Don't kill me. I know a lot of people who will be very sad. Style Paulie Langley, um, but. I think Dolphins win this one. I mean, it's going to be great watching Tua and Mac Jones against each other. But, yeah, I think the Dolphins run away with this one. Okay. Uh, Jacob. 
Mac Mac Jones is going to be starting for the Patriots, correct? This yeah. Yeah. First career start and Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> Man's heard Mac Jones is dead. You know what? Yep. I Dolphins. Think, I just think there's there's something about the pressure going into this Patriots franchise, going for his first career start as his first start, just his first game like that, or regular season, and I don't know, just for the, something about it, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. You know what? I'm laughing because I, I'm doing the same thing. I'm going with the Dolphins. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, I'm going to combine these last two, the Sunday night and Monday night games, because I really want to get to this last story, and if we don't get to it, I'm going to be upset. Um, so you got the Bears and Rams. Uh, Rams, they're getting a new quarterback. His name is Matthew Stafford. He did um, a lot of good things in Detroit, except when a player came. Um, the Bears, they're getting a new quarterback. It's not Mitch Trubisky, so they're automatically better. It's also Justin Fields. So yeah. I miss Mitch. <laughs> I forgot you were a big Mitch fan. I love Mitch Trubisky. I completely forgot about that. Uh, and then you got uh, the Ravens and... What's the team name? Um, the Raiders. Um, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson. Um, the Ravens just signed Le'Veon Bell to basically back up Gus Edwards. Um, they, they also signed Mark Andrews to an extension. A lot of good things going on in Baltimore. Um, Jacob, what do you got? All right. We're, we're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it just a quick two picks. Give me Chicago. Give me Baltimore. All right. Uh, Zach. Um, if Trubisky is still at Chicago, 100% will be going with them. I'm not, he's not, so I'm going with the Rams, and I will also be going with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going Rams-Baltimore, um, as well. Uh, Rams, uh, I think Stafford is much better than, uh, Jerichoff, number one. Number two, uh, I think the Rams are just a better team than the Bears right now. Uh, just feels I'm going to use the same thing I said with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, first game, I'm not expecting a big performance. And then the Ravens, Lamar Jackson starts running. It's it's all over. Okay, so those are our picks for the week. Uh, I have all but three games locked. I'll go listen back to it. Meanwhile, uh, there's one last story we got to talk about. And that is a certain high school in Ohio, Bishop Sycamore. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we, we were not ending any portion of the show without talking about Bishop Sycamore. Um, so if you missed the story, basically there, this is a high school uh, that has a football program that gets destroyed routinely. And by some miracle, they tricked ESPN into getting on national television against IMG Academy, which also has problems with their own, but the difference is they're good at football. So after the national game was played and everyone was like, what is this team doing on national television? A lot of things started coming out. Their coach was on a on arrest warrant. Their the kids are not exactly kids. They're actually grown adults. They're former Juco players. They're, it's all a mess. 
Um, so let's talk about it. Um, Zach, what are your thoughts? I think it's insane. Um, have they found the coach yet? Uh, there was they, they, a rest warrant out for him and all like the whole coaching staff apparently. Yeah, they, the 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 coach got fired. They replaced him with a new one. That new coach basically exposed everything else that was happening there. It's wild. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's insane. I think it's unreal that they got past everybody and were able to be put on ESPN and like I it's like that movie um accepted i don't know if you guys have ever seen it it's on netflix it's about these kid who doesn't get into college and makes his like own college with the year payment that his parents gave him and uh they have to like make a fake school so but like i don't know like how you can actually do that like in real life so yeah my favorite part is just it's honestly just reading through some of these articles even pulling up some quotes now with just like them saying, that, well, we're not technically a school because we don't offer a curriculum. Then what are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a school. <laughs> what, what is happening with this situation? <laughs> the only, I, I will say this though. It's a great finesse job just to somehow get on ESPN. That that's on ESPN. Oh, absolutely. How how, how are you not checking? the validity of this school, this program, um, et cetera. But also, why did my high school do this? If it was that easy, where, where, where's our money? Where's our uh, basketball game on ESPN where we get blown out 103 to 7? But the school gets a bunch of money. Uh, kids get pub- publicity. That would be the difference that there will be actual kids playing in the game. Where, where was that for us if it was that easy? I, I left. I left you guys speechless. Yeah. I, am I the only one that was thinking that? Like, where, where was this? Where was this for us? The situation as a whole just kind of leaves me speechless. It's. You guys, have you heard about a few years ago there was the uh, little league team in Chicago, I think it was, that uh, ended up like crossing district lines and using kids who were a bit older. They went to like the little league champion world series. They like came in second or something. Then all these allegations started coming out. This just seems like that, but somehow on a national, they got on national television, Mm -hmm. like on ESPN. (laughs) It's wild, but well, stories like that happen in low league all the time. Um, They're, trying to combat it like every single year something comes out it it's wild this because little league world series is always broadcast on espn yeah. espn literally paid to have bishop sycamore on their station and didn't check a single thing so the whole story is wild um it's mind-blowing it it's crazy um so now that we're done talking about Bishop Sycamore, that's the end of the show. Uh, you're listening to the podcast version, obviously. Um, so you can listen to us live from 7.30 to 8 on Tuesdays, 11 th- uh, 11.30, 11 to 12 on Wednesdays. That is on WF and PD Edge. Um, and that's all I got. Anything else you guys want to add? No. I don't think so. All right, well, with that, uh, 
for Zach Tokash, uh, Jacob Sanson. Thank you. I got it right this time. I'm Payne Ellison. Uh, you're listening to WFMP The Edge. In the future, hopefully, we are signing off.